Hello and welcome back to the Jones Chronicles where we will be doing a special investigative report on what I've long promised deep dive into the rabbit hole of the dark and mysterious world of domesticated macaques. I cannot tell you when my interest began on this topic as it could have been six months ago it could have been three months ago but I feel the sheer volume of content I have ingested it feels as if I have been around for five years because that's about as far back <laughs> that I started with the recording of these animals. Let's start off by describing what are macaques. Macaques are a species of monkeys. They typically are in the Asian area. There could be, Af I think there's African ones, but for my interest purposes, it's usually Cambodia, Thailand, or Japan, depending on which species of macaque, because there are different kinds. There's the crab eating macaque, there's the long tail, there's the southern long tail, there's the pigtails, and then there are the hybrids. They can beat with each other long tails and pigtails and due to the recent deforestation efforts and global warming there has been a decrease decrease of living space for this very heavily populated species in these areas now some are different than others and some are more tolerated than others if it is in places like japan or thailand where they're all down and they're they're basically they're gangs they have gotten so used to humans that they no longer consider them a viable threat. And because for a very long time in these areas, the monkey or the macaque was considered something of a religious or spiritual type of creature. Many believe they brought good luck. I'm not going to go do too deep a dive onto this i'm just giving you the generalization here so if i'm missing some important parts on the history do not at me because <laughs> i'm still learning but i I'm, i feel like i'm more of an observatory spectator at this point but this is kind of the overview of the backstory of why this species is like deers, but 10 times more prolific 
than the deer population in some areas or or populated areas. Like I live right next to a park reserve where deers are all over the place. I will turn a corner and there's like a family of deer right in someone's front lawn and it's whatever. However, this would be like 50 macaques (laughs) coming down the street. (laughs) And these creatures are not afraid to bite. They are not afraid to defend themselves. They are, they, they require, require a lot of calories a day. So they spend more than half of their day foraging, grooming, fucking, or sleeping. These are the things that they're doing or mothering if they are a parent. Now, the Reese's macaques are the ones that you usually see the shorts on. They're particularly furry. They're way more furry than the long tail, short tail, and pigtail macaques. Those are the two species I watch more often. And I would say less often with the Reese's macaques because they're they're just a happy place species. And we'll get to the difference between them because there's a lot more order in Reese's macaques than there are in the long tail, but there's a reason why. And I'll get to that very shortly. But what else do I want to say about the history? Um, Other than the deforestation. Yeah, so it's really a tourist attraction as well. In particular places like Angkor. Am I saying that correctly? Angkor Temple. I think that's the correct way to say it. Uh, In Cambodia. Oh, hopefully I'm getting these places right because I didn't think to look at a map. <laughs> I'm just going off of my, my head. I didn't make this a research, even though I said it's a investigative. <laughs> it's, it's my investigative, what I stored in my little brain computer. But yes, that's a very popular tourist destination in which they are often fed. There's also the long line of people who would actually feed the macaques and there is an actual macaque feast day where there's a shit ton of food put out by the communities just for the animals to come out and eat um so they are at once respected but they're also despised by others and i can understand that it's like a rat invasion If you were invaded by rats, you wouldn't, and that's what they call them because of their tails. (sighs) It's very derogatory. But once again, I'm not going to speak on something in a situation I don't live in. I could have very different feelings. I'm just staring at these cute creatures on, in the comfort of my, my home. And I don't have to deal with the problems, which are apparent. Like I said, they, they, they climb into homes if they can they're very smart creatures so they they watch they even steal your items if you're a tourist (laughs) in exchange for food to get your phone back and they make sure they go for something you will want back like your iphone (laughs) and some monkeys are smarter than others and you will learn that the more you study them that they're they have very humanistic 
characteristics. Doesn't mean that they are humans or should be treated in the same manner or act in the same manner as humans, but that they have, you can tell that they're a cousin to our species. I think I brought it up in another video about how we can argue that animals were certainly here before us. So that would mean that we inherited some of these traits we ourselves are trying to, um, trying to put on them, but really we're just seeing a reflection and that's what the fascination is, but it also can cause quite a dynamic, <laughs> an unexpected dynamic. These niggas crazy as fuck. So now that we have gotten most of the history out of the way, I'm sure there's other little things I might recall along this podcast. Let's discuss how I myself, Christina, found my soul consumed by this topic. It began when I saw a little cute baby macaque, which if you've seen a baby macaque, I, I, I guess it's subjective, but they're fucking adorable. And I, I saw this woman and she had them in clothes and it seemed like they were trained, uh, a trained species, right? That could do things that you wouldn't expect. You know, I've only seen monkeys in the zoo. That's that. <laughs> and I don't like zoos. So that's the extent of my, of my uh, interaction. So I couldn't understand why. And these monkeys, they seemed happy. They didn't seem unhappy. They were... She was talking to them in, I'm not going to say what language, because I don't know. <laughs> and uh, it could have been Cantonese. It could have been a, a, an array of languages. That's why I don't want to single one out. However, I mean, they were, it, it was hard not to, the first couple of videos, be charmed by it. Right. You have these little cute little macaques. They're in dresses. They're on little bikes. And then, you know, they're taking their little baths and they seem like they really love the mamas. And it's all very uh, domesticated bliss. And then I then then I started realizing something. I don't think you should keep. Wow. And I, that's when I started looking into like macaques. I've never even heard of this species before. And I realized that they were a wild animal. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I saw that this premise of one or two baby macaques or uh, even maybe four or five, this was hitting millions of views on YouTube. And it wasn't just this one lady. There were just a array, an array of videos. And I was like, holy shit. And I realized that people are making money off of these videos. And I'm not talking about $100, $100,000. I'm talking about millions of dollars for the past five years. They have been making off of this premise of treating these macaques like they're human babies, even having them raised with their babies. This 
This this is not okay. But here's the thing. They're still wild animals. This doesn't last. They're easily trained. They are easily controlled when they're about an infant to about maybe two, three years old, if that. So about three years old, guess what happens to those macaques? The owners toss them. And yet that's never really addressed on the videos. We don't know about the flip side of that. So then that's where I got out of the videos. I think I watched maybe, I didn't even watch many of those because <laughs> it became clear after maybe the the fifth or sixth one, you're just like, wait a minute, these babies don't have nowhere to go. Monkeys should be jumping up and down. They're in the house. They're, they're seemingly being put you know, they have to wait to eat. It's all about how much you can train them to be obedient. And then I watched this one video about an experiment in which a scientist wanted to see how a macaque would react to the abandonment of a mother's love. And it was heartbreaking, man. A macaque baby will, will, um, like nothing matters more to them than a mother's comfort, a mother's security and a mother's love. That's it. That's the foundation for their entire world. They don't get that. They probably are not going to be successful. And it's so, it's so much a ingrained necessity that they will forgo food in this experiment. It was shown this way because they would have a wire mommy with the food and then a cloth mommy with no food and the monkey would always go to the cloth monkey. It was so sad. But what was fucked up is that it took a long time. Like they get depressed. They have emotions. They have feelings uh, very much like humans. And so there's two parts to this money-making scheme, right? You got the ones where they're putting them on display just so people can enjoy feeling as if they're owning a pet monkey. Then you have the people that are actually selling the pet monkeys and they're doing them in atrocious manners like killing the mothers and taking the babies there used to be excuses about this uh, to try to raise money until a lot of people started, I, I think in the last year or so really, and YouTube got stricter about the type of videos they could put out there. But man, when I stuck, that's what I was like, I don't know how long I've been looking because I can't even find some of the videos that used to be out there where it was clearly, well, there was a lot of money. I said there was two, it was a lot of money making schemes. So that was one of them. There's the, the selling them just for other people to have so they could have the experience. And that's still very profitable, even more profitable now than it was then. And then you have the ones that absolutely hate macaques and watch the videos in which they are purposely harming the animals in, quote, accidents. Uh, they always seem to be maimed, got a broken shoulder, and then they come in and the VOs, as we call them, which are the video videographers, uh, they come in and they're pretending that they're giving it CPR and helping it out. And the idea is, oh, we'll give money to these people because they're helping them. And it's like, no, there is an NGO and these people are not it. 
they're the ones usually causing the damage to the monkey. And furthermore, they would try to do uh, surgery and they'd be torturing the animals because these aren't veterinarians. They have no fucking clue what they're doing and they're just out there in the world. Uh, And that was a long time. So that was the fourth one because there was the one that was just harming. So the fourth one was the the proto-saviors. And then the last category is the most complicated one, which is videography in itself. There are legitimate videographers and then there are problematic videographers. One wants to make things happen. One is just there to watch and if things happen, they happen. The problem is, is that they're in the same area and they're around the same troops, the most interesting troops, which are, depending on where you are, um, Savannah Troop. And then there is um, Amber Troop. It was Amari Troop, but Amari is barely hanging on (laughs) because there's been a lot of things that have been happening. Like you should see how it was versus how it currently is because it was it was so much of a money-making uh scheme design around something that they their natural resource as it were because there's a lot of judgment around it and i i want to i mean i certainly don't agree with the torture of animals and if that's what the channel's doing I, i don't watch the channel i just block it um however you're talking about a very corrupt and poor economy with very little natural resource with a lot of people that are unemployed and treated like shit. So um, (laughs) when you have that type of uh, government and that scenario that you live in, I I don't know how much I can possibly judge on what you would, you know, the idea itself of exploiting these money monkeys in some part. And I mean, exploit by actually video, video, videography, that word every time them in itself. Uh, Because if the interest is there, the interest is there, right? We love to be on our moral high horse. A lot of people love to be on their moral high horse. I mean, the comment sections. I don't want you on my page, Blackiana. I think that a few people have taken an unfortunate, unhealthy relationship. <laughs> Clearly, there's an emotional investment. Otherwise, you wouldn't be watching as often. But as with everything in the world nowadays, it seems there are always those that take it just to a whole nother level. So I stated uh, you have the moral outragers and I'm just like, okay, why are you watching? (laughs) If it bothers you, you don't have to be here. Then there's the interferers where they love to tell the VOs what they should do. Why aren't you feeding this monkey? Because you ain't paying to have this monkey fed. That's that's the reality of it there's no moral high ground to be sought that's just the (laughs) 
that is part of part and parcel of what you are signing up for okay so you either accept that or you you move on then there's the ones that are just absolutely batshit crazy (laughs) they take great hatred to a new level uh and talking about and watching things in a yeah it's just it's it's unfortunate that people would really on some monkeys some monkeys people be in the comment section talking about how they wish they would you know horrible things would happen to them and how they're terrible people like they're people they're not people they're wild animals and you don't speak you don't speak macaque <laughs> you can sit and try to assess their behaviors and you do need to be someone completely objective and also someone who's analytical and I, th- let's just be real most aren't they're watching for entertainment purposes and that's okay that's okay that's why i don't even go into the comment section because on in, in one hand i want to be like why are people like this and on the other hand <sighs> it's their life if they want to be caught up in toxic emotions <laughs> regarding uh a monkey cousin so be it uh but uh yeah i i chuckle at it all because there are a lot of drama there is a lot of drama i should say and that's that's the part that i really want to talk about in this last section which is getting to know some of my favorite macaques and their dynamics. Oh, one more thing I wanted to say. The people that get mad because the mother monkeys are weaning or feeding their babies. That's the funniest one to me. Because <laughs> if you would just do a quick Google search, I think after four videos... <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to keep repeating this on every video. They're supposed to nurse for 12 to 14 months. <laughs> they get start. They can start weaning at the beginning. They can wean in the middle or they can wean at the end. It's up to the parent. Uh, all mothers are not the same, believe it or not. Uh, they And that's where the, the drama comes in. The interest comes in and seeing the different personalities because that's what you didn't expect at least I didn't expect, was how much they are (laughs) their own individual society with their own rules and their own politics and their own bitch-ass behavior. And it's great. It's really great. I started with the Reese's macaques first because they were the only ones in which they were on Monkey Hill. So they go to this hill to receive feedings because there are feeders around now during the pandemic there's been issues because in tourism like at Angkor that's why a lot of this shit went down and a lot of the monkeys got relocated by the NGO uh, even though they were like they killed them all it's like no I think they just killed the king <laughs> and then relocated a lot of them because there were almost 200 fucking people down there with phones uh, in, in these parks that aren't that huge filming these monkeys, everyone trying to get a piece of the pie. 
it's a little nuts for a while. And while those people are mad, of course they're mad because it went into their profit. Now it feels as if the, the VOs have gotten mafia style where there's now families, <laughs> certain ones film certain groups. The Savannah group got their own VOs and then the Amber group has their own VOs. But there's a reason for that because they, I mean, you can tell in the difference of the behaviors and things that happen in Savannah versus Amber. I feel like Amber group is we don't fuck with the monkeys. Savannah group, we fuck with the monkeys. Um, I got distracted for a second. <laughs> I was talking about the, the Reese's monkeys. So for them, I was watching when they were struggling during the pandemic. Yeah, that's why I know I have to be watching this for a long time. And so they weren't getting as much food from visitors or from the feeders. So they do forage. It's not like, and that's the thing. They're half domesticated because on one hand, they, they, they don't want humans touching them and humans shouldn't touch them. Fucking don't touch the monkeys. As cute as they are, I want to touch one so bad. Don't fucking touch the monkeys. They have something in their, in their shit, in their saliva that might shit fuck stuff up. Okay, just leave them. That's why they're used for scientific purposes. Please do not touch the damn monkeys. If you ever go to visit any of those places, stay with them fucking monkeys. The people that live there, they're vaccinated. They probably have a certain immunity. <laughs> Him, us from the U.S. or anywhere else coming in, we don't have that immunity. And it, and I, I've heard a few VOs talk about even getting bitten and being sick the next day. And it could have been worse. So yeah, don't, don't fucking fuck with the monkeys. Um, I did learn that the lifespan of these monkeys are 25 to 30 years. So you can watch one of these macaques from the time that they're young, from the time that they're old. And that is a draw that is huge. That's one of the biggest, cause you, it's not as if, oh, uh, you know, this will be gone in two years and it won't. No, you can follow their generational line. And a lot of people have been doing that and following their behaviors and their families. And some have been putting together these, uh, these studies for years. And they're really good. Uh, Eras, that's who I first got into his channel. He's a very good uh, videographer. He adds commentary. Uh, he got better as the years got on because I hate reading. <laughs> so when I can hear the voice of someone who can explain something, uh, that's 10 times better. But this is my, this is the first species I really got all my info on. And I got invested in Teeny and Teeny's mom. Oh, fuck. I forgot Teeny's mom. <laughs> <laughs> they usually try to keep the name similar so that you don't lose track because uh, it's a lot of different monkeys but it's believe it or not if you watch long enough you'll know yours <laughs> very easily but it was teeny's story that really got me and then I started learning more about how in the Reese's group the females pretty much run the shit because once the males are old enough, around two or three after they're, they're done being weaned, 
they're kicked the fuck out. Let up, bitch! Get fucked! Due to this society, the women have a lot of power. So the politics between them, while certainly are squabbles here and there, it's a well-oiled machine because everyone inherits their hierarchical position from their mother. So wherever your place is in society is where your place remains. So if you're at the bottom, like Tini's mama was, it was her mama, Tina. I think it was Tina. Poor Tina. She used to take Tini. Tini was underweight. We didn't know if this baby was going to make it. But she was a fighter. She's such a fighter. And despite her mother taking all of her food because A-Rods would try to sneak her some food, he knew exactly how to give monkeys food too because there's a way you have to do it. <laughs> or you're going to cause problems. And if you feed one and you don't feed properly, yeah, that's the people watching are watching that monkey and they will fuck up that monkey when you're not around. You can't protect uh, the, the politics that go on when you're not watching. So you do need to be very cautious if you are a VO and how you interfere, which you shouldn't be doing much. Now, feeding is something they like to do something that might even be necessary for a lot of them because they're running out of food sources or they forage and they're just not a lot. Um, I understand that, but you, if you are a feeder, you do have to feed properly. Uh, there is a way to do it. You have to feed the hierarchy first. Don't feed the kids first. You can't feed the kids first Mm-mm. because they mama will fuck them up. If not the, the male king will fuck them up or any male in the vicinity because the, the adults eat first. That's just how it is. Even with mothers and their own babies, Tina eats first. So Tina would eat all of, take, uh, and they, they store their food in pouches before they eat it. So they just don't eat. They just keep eating. And it's not like they're just filling their pouches and they eat it later. So Tina would fill her pouches and her mama would just for take all the food out of her mouth and eat it for herself it was hard but tina's life was hard as well she was at the bottom she was getting nothing um and in their mind they're like i can produce more children uh if i'm still here (laughs) and that's the and that's the difference between i think humans and our cousins which is why i think we're still the most successful species out of our uh array of monkey and ape dna because there is a bit of a sacrificial thing in humans that is unique to other species so um after getting into this because it wasn't too much going i mean he's a very respectful journalist do not get me wrong and there's there's things that happen i loved it but man i got attached to rose Rose is the most beautiful pigtail macaque I have ever seen, will ever see. I have enjoyed watching her journey, her first baby Rex. She's had a long story. Um, These are the ones that come with the most drama. And and, and that's just how it is because they're pets that are, they're, they're monkeys, macaques that were pets and they're released back into the wild. Uh, so they have far more, uh, 
they have acclimation skills they have um they have the the politics that they have to navigate the acceptance and luckily savannah group is let me i'm gonna break it down first i want to talk about amber because i talked about rose rose is a part of amber but she's pretty much on the outskirts of amber i would say rose because she was a former pet and rejected by her grandmother ashley she's she's always gonna have that she's not part of the hierarchy system that's already in place with the long tail macaques however they interbreed so her place in society can change if she gives birth to say the the king's offspring um which she might be pregnant with currently or better yet joey's baby because <laughs> joey's gonna be the king of his own troop very soon if not taking over amber um so in that group rose has a son named rex but then there was the whole drama which is where why i watched savannah in the first place because if it wasn't for rainbow i would not be watching savannah but because i love rose and i follow rose's children and rainbow is rose's I am stuck now, invested in a whole nother family that is far, far more of an issue. But back to Amber. So the situation happened where she was handed, because when they got, everyone got relocated, Rose was one of the few that escaped the NGOs. Her and Amelia, they know they fucking queens. luckily rex was already old enough that he could fend for himself as i stated and it's the same with the long tails and the pigtails when the boys get old enough they're pretty much kicked out (laughs) and they have to go to the bachelor group until they can either establish their own troop or they are accepted into the another troop or they stay in the bachelor troop forever that's just how it rose the females however as stated they inherit their mother's hierarchical position and they stay with their mothers forever however doesn't mean that mother and daughter always get along as in the case right now with uh uh where am i i blank on their names april and daisy april and daisy they've been they've been uh they've been battling for a while one of them was so bad that basically they both walked away (laughs) with scars and if (laughs) no one didn't break it up they might have killed each other they don't speak they they're not friends they will always be there for each other but they're not on they're not on particularly great terms they don't groom each other uh daisy's still queen but for the most part (laughs) um april has uh is more asserting her dominance and you can tell by how the young ones do that now the thing of it is when you are 
asserting your position, that might mean you have to do things that feel mean in our eyes because we don't kidnap people's babies (laughs) just to prove a point. That seems a little fucked up. But for them, that's what they will, they'll take your baby. They'll just hold on it. Or they'll, they'll interfere with your feeding schedule. Uh, you know, you're not letting your baby feed right now. Um, it, there's a lot of things that come with being at the top and you have, and it is about everyone below fearing you. So that means you will have to probably sometimes just start shit for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. Just walk around, just go, psh, knock you out. People are like, they deserved it. No, they didn't. <laughs> that was a power move right there. Now she grooming once again. Had nothing to do today. Um, <laughs> poor Jane gets it all the time. <laughs> so let's go back to Rainbow. I will get distracted all through this, but hey, that's what a conversation's like. Rainbow is Rose's second and her daughter. Actually, she had a few others that she lost, but her daughter unfortunately got caught up in a situation where. At the same time, another pigtail named Libby, who she was cool with, friends with, uh, had a baby named Brady. Now, Rose, in a new scenario around former pets being the older monkey, right, probably tried to establish her dominance over Libby. It's just what they do. And so she took Brady. Now, the thing of it is, humans feel that they have the right or the need to be the hero, (laughs) to want to, uh, to want to, to put our morals on anyone we feel doesn't live up to our morals whatever the case may be stop fucking with him uh, the animals is all i'm saying because this is why the situation happened i believe like this because everyone hates rose not everyone uh, the crazy people hate rose because oh my god you stole brody and then you'd abandon your daughter and then some people are like well she rainbow didn't want her and it's it's, it's a whole thing yeah it's a whole thing and I've watched the whole, all the videos and I'm just going to give my personal thoughts. I think that if the VOs hadn't tried to pick up the children and put them back with the correct mothers, it would have been fine because Brady was also being like, it happens within these groups taken by other monkeys too. Joanna been kidnapped four times this week. <laughs> Actually, I think she was kidnapped four times in one day. It's what happens because of the all mothering or allo mothering type of environment that they live in. When your child is still within their first six months, yes, most mothers are not going to want to. That's when they're at the highest risk. They don't want to let them out of their sight. They don't like other people touching their babies. They may allow it, but even if the ones they allow, they're always going to feel that protective instinct is on red alert doesn't want anyone touching their fucking babies but as stated it will happen in ways in which you're playing politics and power plays let them figure it out 
I believe Rose and Libby would have figured it out if you didn't put two damn babies in a damn suitcase and then push them out. And then Rose just grabbed the first baby. Y'all act like these are the most uh, sentient creatures in the being. They're smart. They're smart as fuck. More smarter than I ever gave them credit for. But they're not our level smart. (laughs) Things could happen. They could get confused just as much as any other thing could be confused or misinterpret or whatever the case may be. I think that if they had those VOs hadn't kept trying to take the babies or feel like they were being threatened that motherly instinct kicked in and Rose loves babies it doesn't matter what she that was how she really got in with the Amber Tube all the babies Rose would show up and literally all the babies would just run to Rose they'd leave their mothers and just run to Rose and everyone was like you've never seen Rose kidnap another child, take another child, abuse another child. And I even said, I'm like, if there's a video out there I'm unaware of. Now, can she be a little intrusive sometimes? Of course, <laughs> to our standards of intrusive, because we don't speak macaque. So all we're seeing is how they, they move their body language. But again, we're not the an animal. We might, how you grab something as an animal and how you grab something as a human is different. So it's, it's uh, up for debate, but based on all the evidence I can see, Rose is not the type to simply steal someone's child, even though that's exactly what happened. My belief is there was confusion and that monkey got confused and she had a she felt a higher need to protect Brady than she felt to protect Rainbow and whatever that reason may be we will never know we will never know we won't but it does seem Rainbow benefited from having a now she has a a high place in society (laughs) in Savannah group could I put that down in my thought process for a rainbow being like, well, you know what? A female would be better. No, I'm not going to think that she was thinking that long term because <laughs> I don't think they think that long term. Uh, I honestly, because someone floated that theory by me and I was like, no, I don't think so. I think she just got confused. And then Libby realizing more fully what happened that that's my baby. And then at that point it was just like, I'm not giving it back up. It's, it's, you know, I've played games. I'm nursing it. It's now I've already bonded. It's, it's, it's done. And that bond, once it happens, it happens. You can't undo it. I think Brady realizes who his mother is. The rare times that they ran into Libby, you know, he'd always run to her, jump right on her. Shoot, he'd hump all over that chick. (laughs) But I think he recognizes that his mother that he understands as his mother is Rose. He's not going to call out for it. But I do think eventually, because they can smell their own uh, biological chemistry. So Rex understands that Rainbow is his sister and Rex checks up on Rainbow. Um, we don't know how they communicate, but they seem to have a little bit of a bond, even if it's not the strongest. And while Rose isn't in Savannah, I would say she's far more in Amber's group. She always is all seen around Savannah. 
So I think that she's keeping an eye on things. At least I'm being optimistically thinking she's keeping an eye on things. And I've seen when they've tried to, because the VOs from Savannah have done it very often, where they'll take Libby. And then when Rainbow was younger, they would just abandon her where Rose was. And Rose would never hesitate to go down there, even with Brady, Brady and pick up her child and bring her to safety. So I think the instinct is there, but because of what happened and those and that history that I could cross my fingers and, and hope will bridge itself as nature has a tendency to do. I mean, Rainbow's still in her first fucking year and they live 25 to 30. So, but for right now, uh, the, the static between Rose and Libby, even though Ro- Libby definitely fears Rose, it's, uh, it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be healed anytime soon. Cause baby, now we got bad blood. You know, it used to be mad love. So take a look what you've done. Cause baby, now we got bad blood. Hey, now we got problems. And I don't think we can solve them. You made a really deep cut. And baby, now we got bad blood. Hey, did you have to do this? I was thinking that you could be trusted. Did there is a little bit of a uh, battle going on between the king, King Mac. He's the he's the head of ha- Amber Troop. As stated, his queen is Daisy, and then you have the generation after Daisy uh, with with um. I always want to say spring. Yes, yeah, spring. No, April. Then we have Aesop fucking asap he's climbing in your windows he's snatching your people up trying to rape them so y'all need to hide your kids hide your wife and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here i have yet to see one woman willingly submit to him <laughs> ever ever christina why are you watching animals have sex because that's what they do okay not watching it to turn me on all right it's not porn and I just, it pops off randomly. I don't, <laughs> I don't click on the video, but like, they're about to have sex. Half the time they be masturbating, just chilling, just whip their dick out and just start mad. You be like, wait a minute, what is he? T- oh my God. <laughs> oh, he's stroking my dick. I got lotion on my dick right now. I'm just stroking my shit. I'm horny as fuck, man. I'm a freak, man. Worse, nasty alert, skip about 10 seconds. They really be eating, they come. That is disgusting <laughs> the first time i saw that i about puked my guts out that's nasty so yeah the men though while very dominating once they have power within the group because hey that's what their job is is to be these domineering men because it keeps the wild particularly the wild that still make their way to some of these domesticated areas the the wild ones away um the wild monkeys the males and like i said there's bachelor troops so everyone's trying to get themselves into the into a troop especially an already established one or you could establish your own like joey joey is either establishing his own or about to take amber he's already though in amber and i feel like he's just like let me take that bitch that bitch that bitch 
that bitch and that bitch thank you i'm gonna go over here because he already got juliana pregnant which is jane's daughter and while jane is the highest in the hierarchy fucking love jane she has so many nicknames i call her run a train jane (laughs) scatterbrain jane (laughs) and um what was the other one Uh, dang because jane is absolutely you'll know jane she's got a very expressive she's a sweet sweet monkey but she's like one of those parents that don't know how to really raise their children that do everything half-assed backwards to make things worse for herself (laughs) and then you can tell the good mothers from the bad from not the bad mothers but the just the ones that just don't know and if you're the higher you are in society, the better your training was. I noticed that very quickly. Rose is good though, man. Shit. She got she trained Brady at the last what she started him. Cause males take longer to wean than females. So sometimes people get mad at the boys for being boys. It's like, well, the universe made an imbalance and said you are the weakest link. Goodbye no but they they take a longer time uh because because women they 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 start to see things that they want oh i want to be a mother i want to do this i want to do that versus the males they're kicked out and then once they're kicked out it's like fuck those are the good years when you got your milk when you wanted to your mom was all over you she protected you to the death and once you lose that i think there's something to be said about that in human society but this podcast is getting long enough and i don't want it to go and i still haven't even really gotten to savannah group um but yeah jane is a whole asshole that's how she secures her status she keeps her her back end open always for anyone who's willing to put their shit in there and she will not stop eating while it's going down she let she let tom have it i was like oh girl have some standards not tom tom was part of savannah uh who else do we want to talk about in amber i think those are pretty much britta britta's just around <laughs> and yeah just watch spring spring is off the chain spring in april because they're one of the hierarchies and joey's coming in to take the kingship because he's all young and and spring he also got away when the the calling as they call it happened sorry for the music bumping upstairs because that's just the kind of neighborhood i live in um <laughs> love joey i hope joey takes takes over even though you doing the mom and the like they have no standards they will do their own daughter that's why i don't like fucking mac because he he fucking tried to rape his own daughter i think he actually accomplished that too uh and he can't say it's not rape all right but somebody's like it's just men doing with the good no we i've seen again i've seen the women when they want to have sex 
they have no problem bending it over and handing it out to who they want to fuck <laughs> if they're screaming and running and you gotta force them down on and you gotta bite them just to, that's right that means i don't want to have sex with you and you're making me <laughs> they accept this part of their society they understand that this is something they exchange for their protection but don't get it twisted especially if the female groups are the closer the bonded they are because of the removal of and split up of so many families it caused uh, a fracture within the troops so they're not as strong as they were when say amari was around um amari was very strong you could tell like males would roll up you'd be like oh hell no you gotta deal with the squad Males will box females. Amelia, or females will box males. Amelia is one of them. She be on the front line always. Always. The first to step next to her queen. Like, let's fuck him up. A lot less raping going on. <laughs> um, I don't know which, I want to say it's Raina's group. Raina? Uh, Raina's troop. It's in a different area. Let's talk about Savannah very quickly. So, Rainbow is the daughter of Libby. Libby continues. Now, th these are the ones that take the animals and they keep them locked up. There are a lot of rumors going around. The rumor mills off the chain. There's either they're always fucking with the animals. They're fucking with them sometimes. Or, I mean, you have to take everything with how truthful do you think it is based on the video that you're watching. Um, I believe that the VOs for Savannah hold the animals or they definitely chain Libby up because one she looks emaciated uh she doesn't look like she's being running around in the wild she looks like she's being kept in captivity uh Rainbow is almost always alone and that's rare for a mother to leave their child alone as long as they do then there's Luna or some call her the moon I laugh every time uh luna's daughter she just had the first authentic pigtail that they've had in around this particular area now savannah and amber true are right next to each other in the same park uh, if you bring it up i think some videos will show you exactly what the area looks like but luna is a release pet as well everyone in savannah troop are release pets uh and that's why they like them because they have the the humans the vo's have more of control because they're used to having their direction at humans and they're recently released so they get them as soon as they're released so they don't even have time to acclimate now some like cherry she uh she's smart she did not go to these vo's fuck this shit i'm out mm -mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Alright then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out. She up in Amber right now found her Roy, who's uh who's her protector. And the thing that is, the older men, when they get older. They stop wanting to, it's funny, they become nurturers. 
<laughs> they're the ones that are typically taking care of the abandoned children and but cherry was smart she's like yeah i don't know what's going on in that situation but i know i don't want to be there <laughs> and she got the hell on out of there everyone doesn't get away poor rojo uh that you know he sucks on his dick because that's his pacifier he's no longer does that thank goodness at least they don't film him doing it but that's i mean that's the stress things that you'll see from these ones that weren't raised by their mothers uh, there's a few others that they dropped in, but unfortunately they passed away. They just didn't make it. They were killed by other monkeys because they could not acclimate. Uh, but Luna did and her daughter, Lucy, and she, she trained her from get go to be strong because the thing of it is, even if you're in a situation, so I mean by these monkeys are smart, that you don't feel you can get out of, they want their children to be capable. And I think that's why Libby and both uh, Luna in particular and katrina's doing a whole other thing um they are making their children it seems cruel when you're looking at it because they they use a lot of physical <laughs> because every a child all they want to do is cling to their mothers that is their instinct is to cling to them to be near them but they're trying to teach their children to be independent rainbow's getting real good and not just going up to any vo and taking whatever food now there's rumors that they're being drugged i don't know i can't say one way or another i don't think they're always being drugged but i can't say that i don't think it's never happened because there's too many things that don't add up with savannah group i think they're trying to back off a little bit of it because more people are like monkey mama she's starting to do videos outing them on their own actions um because they did a lot of interfering with libby trying to um feed her own child to the point where she didn't want to feed her own child uh i mean to rainbow her adopted daughter uh they, they just did a lot of fucking shit that was horrible and it's it just things to create drama uh and so lucy smart girl fucking one month year old and she's already climbing away from people she she knows what to do that's because her mother taught her that so while again those people that are outraged like oh my god and they always put those videos like don't ever listen to the titles kidnap bad mama those are things to get viewership to get into the algorithm so that it pops up in your feed don't listen to them because they're not telling you the truth and they're not going to and there's no subtitles on to hear what they actually be talking about in the background. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you'll hear laughing and then people take offense at that. Like, why are they laughing? Well, I mean, your sense of humor may not be their sense of humor. I don't see anything that they're laughing at that's horrible. I could understand if, a, if an animal's on the ground and its insides are out and people are laughing at it then yeah okay weird but if you're laughing in the background you can't assume they're even looking at the monkeys or thinking about them there's probably about 15 people around uh Vuthi Yoon is one of the newer VOs that is out and I like his channel quite a bit because he follows the other troop that I'm going to call Reina's troop but I really want to call her Amelia's troop but Reina is the queen um Raina or Rainy? I can I always get those confused. Uh, 
So there is another group. I think I've covered the most about Savannah. If anyone wants me in the future to go into more details on what if in or more videos in the future of just talking about the different troops and what I know about them and what I'm observing, that's fine. Just put that in the comment section or blackercouch at gmail.com. But as I said, I just wanted to do like a quick <laughs> dive and I don't want this to go over an hour and a half. And I need to talk about my other baby. Oh, wait, 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 Savannah. Forgot to mention the last one, Katrina. Katrina has my first son, Kenzo. Kenzo is the cutest, so sweet. It feels, I think some people feel like he's um, under under uh, developed in some ways because Katrina keeps him very close. However, and Lucy lets... Uh, Luna lets Lucy get close to the wheels, whereas Katrina doesn't quite so much. And Kenzo also got a leg broken, which they they don't need our help. They heal perfectly fine our own. We actually will probably cause more harm than good. And I don't think that there are any qualified vets in most of these uh, countries that work on, to work on macaques. They might do things they think might help. But most of them, there's no one who can do surgery on macaque. It, it can't. They know how to clean themselves. They have special things in their saliva that heals. Let them do their own shit. <laughs> um, because most likely we're torturing them. And we don't, we think we're doing good and we're not torturing. In the case with Mocha, uh, I don't, I refuse to watch those videos because that was torture. That monkey, if he was going to heal, and I'm glad it healed. I didn't think it was. It was not, had nothing to do with what people kept doing with his fucking arms. Because you can't make a monkey go to physical therapy. But that is neither here nor there. Katrina is now, I think, trying to hop over into Amber group. This is my take. Or at least get close to Rose. Because Brady, one, has been taking Kenzo under his wing. Playing with him more often than I've seen previously. And I've seen Katrina trying to make overtures the way in which rose did i wanted rose and the rest of these savannah true pigtails to get together because they're one all pigtails and two rose knows she's been to where they've been as a former pet but also she understands being in the wild because she had both experiences so she would be a perfect mentor to these younger pigtail women but because and i honestly think the vo's don't want that because when savannah ran off they went and tracked savannah down and brought her back talking about we're saving her no that is not okay that's you keeping your profit and that's where that group is problematic very problematic but i check in because clearly i am invested <laughs> but i'm not going to try to uh to excuse or or do it is what it is um i'm here for the observational knowledge and scientific interest in in the transition as well uh it, it's a fascinating topic it's very fascinating as i say too when you see that they have their own independent uh attitudes and agendas and people read into them and everyone has their own uh, their own interpretation of said events as long as you don't get volatile i think that that's okay 
Now my last group, um, Rainy, they have my baby, Amelia. (laughs) And Amelia is mom of Emily, who you have seen out there. You've seen Lucy too, because I love Lucy. Lucy is a little, like a little, oh gosh, she's so cute. Um, That's also why I'm invested in Savannah. And I was like, fuck, y'all had to have Lucy and Kendall at the same time. How dare you? And they know what they're doing because now they focus more on them than some of the other more problem problem makers like Nori, Angela, Amanda. Uh, Tom's gone. He's up in the bachelors, but he still comes around talking shit. Him and Pongo now got are at war. No, him and him and P- Pongo and and fucking Tom is cool. But now now my baby boy Rex, um, he he's cool with the bitches keep on the bitches they you know what i mean he's cool with the ladies all right because he's been pumping it into spring and she be hopping up like she his girlfriend and in the vo's are very partial to rose's family feeding them and so she's like oh and i'm telling you they the girls are smart she's like i'm hanging out with him but she was messing around with tom she ain't ready to have no baby yet uh but tom got jealous and jump rex but then Rex went back and tapped it again, like, and? Got the nasty in my taxi. You need a lift. You can sit between the backseat and my dick. But it is kind of like, oh my no, my son. I've seen you since you were a baby. <laughs> and seeing him trying to awkwardly have sex, it's like, ah. One, it was so funny. They, they dipped out like they just got busted by their parents and <laughs> the way they ran away. Run. But Emily is my last sweetheart. She is so smart. She is so very smart. She's just got that pizzazz. She's got this little mohawk thing she's got going. And she be battling with Emilia all the time. Emilia be fucking her up. (laughs) So I mean by the women, the mothers. If you wean your child early, like in the beginning when it's easier to establish your dominance, you're not going to have as hard as a problem later on. If you wait until the last damn minute, particularly with boys who are i mean you will see those weenie videos where they just they're they're jumping all over their mama's back and they gotta do basically (laughs) pile drive them just to try to get them off (laughs) they have such a harder time and then the tantrums are off the chain they be throwing them tantrums when they be getting weaned i mean it'd be like a it'd be like a whole ass human child it's like that whole teenager experience wrapped up in about three months <laughs> of constant battling as their teenage phase and that's exactly what it is it's their teenage phase they start battling their mamas becomes i want milk and i want you to be i want i want that same comfort i got for the first nine months of my life and now it's like you're cut off <laughs> it's even worse for the boys like I said because they're not only cut off but cut out like you got to get the fuck out. And if you don't get the fuck out, then the males will kill you. But the women, they have to discipline their children. Because if they don't, then the males will kill the babies. Um, there's that part of it. That's the, the, the back to the, they're wild animals. Um, so there's a reason why they're so, uh, you see though, that, that what people perceive as cruelty and then how weird it is 
the humans running around stop it stop it and trying to get them away from weaning their own child and they're like shut up bitch stop being a busy body and mind your own damn business don't worry about it don't worry about it sweetheart don't worry about it sweetheart leave them alone don't don't do that don't suss at them don't i hate that they're not dogs um <laughs> although i do think that half the time if i was a monkey i'd be like why are you following me i'm sitting here eating a stick and you're just you're following me around <laughs> you're weirdos uh what else do i want to talk about yeah about the parenting that's that's one of the big triggers is everyone watching the parenting i love it because some of those kids are straight up brats and some of them are really smart like emily who be trying it and sometimes they'll be giving little faces <laughs> Emily has one of the most expressive little faces ever. And when they're playing with each other, the little games, it's, it, I'm not saying it's for everyone, but I will say nature, watching nature does de-stress you a lot. And I think that for someone looking for something new and, uh, if you are someone who likes animals, I would suggest just getting into some some videos. Uh, let me give you some good people um, that I follow for the most part. I'm not saying that they're perfect because they're not like monkey. Um, hold on. Shit. Monkey daily life. Not perfect. Not perfect. But you will see a lot of Savannah and the guy who does it is one of the 12 people but i think he is one of the ones that don't interfere which is why i watch his channel i've never seen him interfere only ever seen him feed the monkeys and i think he started off as a feeder already and then started you know filming it like well i might as well get paid uh vuthiyun very uh very one transparent he's like look i i have a beekeeping business and i realized that this could be another way for me to make money I have three people who work for me. This is what we're doing. We're trying to film it and uh, following the stories. And he, he has a genuine interest in the monkeys as well. So I like his channels, uh, his videos. And he also is trying to add more things to it. Like uh, this one video I watched recently was hilarious about Amelia and how she's a ride or die. So I think he's probably one of my favorite up and comings. Uh, well, that's a newer channel. Narrit Monkey Show is a good one as well. Um, Beautiful Monkeys is pretty solid. And then if you want to watch more of the Rainy Group, Animals Cambo Monkey. As I already said, if you want to watch Reese's, I don't. The only one I know of that I can even half recommend is uh, Eras. And he has a, another channel. Uh, but I don't remember what it's called. And I don't think I'm subscribed to that channel. So, um, yeah, I hope this was fun to listen to. Maybe no one will ever listen to it. But this is my <laughs> my love of of macaques. And I, I said I was going to do it. And, and here we are. Um, if you are interested in more catching up with the monkeys, uh, sure, sure. Just let me know. Like a couch at gmail.com. You can leave a comment below. My social media will be there as well. 
Like, share, subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic.